Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to episode 482 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. Hey, y'all, fellas. Great. Feels like it's fucking ages since I spoke to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. How good did it happen? How, how good did it feel like ages since we spoke no, together? How good did it not? You just say not. that. How good that it's not? <laughs> I'd do this shit on the daily. I swear you say, I, I swear you say how good just to fucking, just to fill the gap in expected words that I expect to see from you <laughs> in response to something I said. <laughs> Look, you know, just in case there's anyone out there playing bingo. It's like your fucking spack filler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you going, Glennie? You're a bit quiet. Oh, just, uh, it's been a big day. Just uh, got back from touch football training. As a C grade Brett Plowman type winger, and uh, and how are you without your Greg Inglis? Ah, uh, yeah, he hundred uh, percent less effective. Yeah, three hundred percent. You're essentially a nice player now. Didn't see a lot of ball. <laughs> I proper I curt manned it. I didn't see a lot of ball with uh, the. Uh, did you go looking, Glenny? I did. did you go I did try and go ball? looking, but fuck me, I got caught in the middle a couple of times, and I got no business being in there. It's it's. <laughs> Um, and you could just see everyone was, everyone's very encouraging it's a, it's a great so that's club. the name of your sex tape right <laughs> I've got no business being in there <laughs> um, Jackson did come down and um, support and and uh, every time I, I ran a drill and caught the ball he was cheering me on like I was uh, a special needs kid um, so he's that's hilarious Oh the, you oh, made that. oh, the athleticism. Oh, the athleticism. Shut up, kid. I said Don't to you do? I, Walk up and uh, kick him in his good shin. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking past and um, one of the other boys, he's like, geez, he's giving it to you. I said, oh, mate, I'm going to punch that kid in the fucking moon boot. I'm sick of him. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not have realised that I was the kid's father. But anyway, <laughs> he didn't bring it up again. But either way, he was like, he was on notice as well. Yeah. Like, he like, I mean, if he didn't know, then you're just some cold, cold yeah, motherfucker out there that's not to be trifled with. So. And the thing is, no, Jackson, you know, he doesn't, obviously in the group there amongst the, the boys, he he calls me Glenn. So I get a lot of right. dive Glenn. I'm, I'm not fucking diving, mate. I'm, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not built for it's probably better. It's it's probably better he doesn't call you dad though. Yeah, and then so like everyone's like, oh, dive, dive dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone's using oh, these ones. Yeah. but you didn't cut your fingers when you were doing the oranges or anything, did you? Uh, no oranges at uh, at training, but I'll probably I'll probably wear gloves on on Saturday. Mate, all aspects of an organisation need to be fucking rigorously tested and rehearsed. <laughs> so on the big day, 
It goes it goes away. On a big day, two o'clock on <laughs> I mean, Saturday yeah, afternoon. He's going to be eating these fucking uneven these uneven wedges of orange on fucking Saturday, mate. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I need to get our basketball team back to oranges. Yeah. Because there has been a fucking arms race in the the snacks that are given to these fucking kids uh, after so, the game. So okay, so so who who's who's providing the snacks? So Parents, yeah, or parents. parents. No, no, no. So, yeah. but, and each week, uh, you you gotta have one parent to sit on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call them the Robbie Farrer, uh, and mm-hmm. the other the other job they have is for the the after game treat, right? Right. And so I've envisioned this as you know you would buy because there's seven kids on the team. Yep. You you would buy a packet of fucking Freddo frogs. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and give the Freddo frog to the kid. Yep. As you go. Um, it's turned to the stage now where this week I'm fully expecting the parent to turn up with fucking individually named picnic hampers, <laughs> including fucking <laughs> caviar and three different soft cheeses. And a little fucking mini <laughs> fucking, <laughs> mini fucking <laughs> bottle of vodka. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so fuck. It started off what, where... he, what he's not saying is that this was a written directive from Jay himself. <laughs> Don't bring any of that cheap caviar, fucking yeah. Okay, fucking no. Peasants. So the, arm, the arms race. So, so the first week. I mean, we don't have to talk about who it was or anything like that. First, the first, the first snack was how many weeks have been going for? Uh, six, six. Okay, so let's just go back three weeks. Three weeks ago, what was the snack? Oh, like, it's escalated well, well, it's, quickly. It started yeah, cool. off and it was um, like a lolly bag, like the, the right. like you would expect from a fucking like a party birthday birthday party. party you know, really palm of the hand size with yeah, the yeah. Then the, like half a dozen things. Then in the there, next yeah. week, it was just a bigger lolly bag. Right here we Stop go. Stop right. it! And so then the next week, it wasn't the the fucking cellophane with um, string around it. It was the the purchased Kmart fucking oh, you know fuck. party right. bags. Yep. Then it's gone to snap. When's it bags. your turn? Oh, we've or, had ours. We've had ours. Did you just bring Freddos? Not mine was fucking mine was the worst. She escalated the size of the individual, individual, individual cupcakes with their team name and number. She's fucking gone from like normal sandwich size snap bags to the fucking industrial Costco size oh. with a like the one the ones that you fucking yeah. freeze a brisket in. Yeah. Yeah. Come 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 week eight, yeah. they won't be able to field a squad because all the poor little kids will have fucking diabetes. Oh, it's a, and look, they're not they're not the fittest little fucking group of kids. Because <laughs> they're full of fucking wolves. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I remember with, with, with ours, it was always like the... And this is pre-COVID, obviously. It was a different time. So you could get away with this thing. But the coach would have this bucket of lollies like this yeah. big that would last him a season. And the kids is just like, fucking grab a couple, next in line, grab a couple, grab a couple, grab a couple. So there's no escalation. And all he has to do is remember this one big fucking bucket of yeah, lollies that he it. probably replenishes you know, every season. Hey, it's, a, it's a simple time up here in Toowoomba. It's it's Freddo Frogs. And he brings a couple of... Big fucking steak. <laughs> a fucking tomahawk steak <laughs> exactly. for each kid. They can put it on their they shoulder like a little fucking They hobo. eat it raw <laughs> like Bam Bam Flintstone. Um, but, uh, after, the, after the game, you get a crumb cutlet and a glass of sherry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, so generally the kids will get two, two Freddos. Leo takes one for himself and, and he's always make sure to, to get one to take home or, or give to his brother who is, is on the sideline supporting him. That's a nice little yeah. fellow. Yeah, he's great. 
in contrast to his brother, who is easily amongst uh, some of the most selfish human beings to walk the fucking planet. It, no, it's 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 the age. I had a fucking incident tonight too that I won't go into the show, yeah. but fucking like I almost fucking went crazy. Yeah. Like, if, if, the, if the shoe was on the other foot, Jackson is shoving those two Freddos into his face at a fucking speed <laughs> that, that Usain Bolt would be proud of. And Leo makes absolute certain that he gets two every week, one for his brother. Yep. Fucking, yeah. Good times. Yeah, yeah. But I just think no, that someone on... age is a fucking challenge, though. Someone on, on arts teams, one of the parents, has to be the one to take a stand and bring it back to Freddo's. Because where does this end up? Oh, look, it's easy. All I all I have to do is put a message in the fucking group chat and go, hey, can we can we calm down on the, the fucking, you know, Just after game be, snacks? Be careful of I, your language. I, well, I, I don't know how next week we're going to fit the fucking seven Sherpas that are needed to carry the fucking donkeys that are carrying the food you're going to give to all these fucking kids. Yeah. The, next like, time, the next time they come out and it's like they fucking take the lid off a cloche or yeah, whatever. It's, it's it's like, and it's the chef himself standing yeah. there. What about, what about the fucking the, the poor Pleasantville parents that fucking at the, at the last game of the season where they give everyone fucking seven days free accommodation and airfares to a, a fucking overseas destination just to, just to top it off for the year? It started out at a Freddo cuts for fuck's sake. <laughs> How did yeah. we get here? Oh. And the kids will be like, "Yeah, airfares are cool and all, but where's the fucking lollies?" That's it, hey. <laughs> fuck. <coughs> all right, love it. So, uh, tremendous. Okay, now uh, we have a lot of news tonight, and yeah, there have been times you know, over the last couple of years, like quite a lot, quite often where we've got bemoaned the lack of news to talk about and it's always been like, you know, dumb fucking, you know, human interest stuff or... or, or Ex-players that are now D-list celebrities doing dumb shit. Yeah, and, and or, or arguments that Paul Kent had with some other dumb mm. cunt on one of the TV shows on Foxtel and they make an article out of that. It's like it's a thing that actually, like it's news. Can we please start doing that? Can we please? Like, let, let's sit down here and like discuss, <laughs> you know, so a, a, a great rugby league mind has said this, 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 and it's just one of Glenn's tweets. And we'll just sit here <laughs> yeah. and fucking discuss what he says. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll argue about it. And then it'll be like going, furor over fucking David Nofaloon or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like- <laughs> Glenn and Jay come to blows. Over- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, my Siri just said, just started laughing. Going, hee, hee. Even the robots are fucking in on I'm it. pretty sure Siri Siri is just making you aware of her pronouns, mate. <laughs> it's just, it, it listened to me say, ha, 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 ha. So I had like, ha, 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 ha. And then it, and then it replied, hee, hee. <laughs> Yeah, you're not quite. You're not quite there on the AI, on the AI front. I tell you what, though, mate. If, if they are planning to take over and they're just on a knife's edge of whether we're worth saving, cunts like Paul Kent definitely fucking bring on Judgment Day. Oh, yeah, and just like I don't want to talk about anything specific about those guys, but like the argument of the day that's been going on, or the subject of the day that's been going on. I just saw that the people on Twitter arcing up about what must have been tonight's episode, and um. They literally use the exact same talking point for every fucking subject. Mm. Like, so for this one's obviously like, you know, pride and stuff. Oh, sport's not political. 
and then Indigenous round or something, you know, Indigenous players not wanting to, you know, sing the national yeah. anthem. Sports not play. It's literally the exact yeah. same fucking thing. No matter, just change out the fucking yeah. argument. Like, it's just... That's it. Fucking... Just old but, cunts. Just fucking but the, die, for God's sake. The role of politics is fucking yeah. policy and legislation. Not to mention rugby league, I mean, exists because <laughs> they, they wanted to get paid and they fucking split from the from union. But, <laughs> like, I mean, it's only been political since the fucking first day. But no, but that's not even political. What, a, what I'm saying know. is the job of politics, the job of politicians mm. is is public policy and legislation. Hmm. That's it. That's it. Fucking the issues surrounding who people are and and how they feel inside and differences of opinion are 100% not political. They're social issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And and being that rugby... Oh, fuck, anyway. I'm getting too fucking... Yeah, see, see, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck. Don't, no, well, it's the thing. We, we don't even need to talk about that side of shit at all because fuck those yeah. old boomers, like, dead set. Um, the first one, this one came to us, uh, as they often do, right before recording. Um, and, like, I, we had a full slate, but I thought this one, we didn't even speak about it last time. So now it's happened again. We may as well get on it. And um, Jai Arrows, fucking dog. Thor, obviously. <laughs> He's staffy Thor. Has uh, has ripped a, ripped another dog apart after uh, after after mauling another dog seriously. Uh, what when was the last one? Probably a year ago. The last time uh, it was the dog was being poorly attended to by by um, uh, Liam. What's his fucking Liam name? Knight. Bagon. Yeah, Liam Knight. But yeah, yeah, to old mate Bagon. And uh, that one, he 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 left he left the fucking scene, and uh, and and I think he tried, arced up, tried to fight the 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 victim dog's owner as well. Well, anyway, again, it's happened again. The the dog was already deemed dangerous by the Waverley Council. Um, it was in April, actually. Fuck, it was much more recently. That was down at Bronny Beach. So that was a ten thousand dollar vet bill. Arrow ultimately covered that one. This one was an eleven year old greyhound. Um, and a hundred meters from their home uh, on the central coast, and which, uh, which is the fucking least aggressive dog you have ever met. Yes, yeah. Fucking hell. So I've heard, especially like the rescue ones and that as well. Like I've had some people that have taken those those guys in, and um, apparently amazing. Man, when I lived with, um, they're a bit weird, and, weird and fucking spidery looking from my likes. When, when, liking, but when yeah. I lived with the Burger Boys, yep. Like the, those things are legitimately a fucking cat. In a in a weird dog's body, like all she yep. wanted to do was just curl up on on whoever yep. was there. Um, yep. Yeah. Fucking yeah. So uh, so yeah, the guy in question I don't need to talk names, but the guy in question was walking his dog, and then uh, Thor bolted out of home and latched on, <coughs> leaving uh, the dog with a punctured thorax, dislocated jaw, multiple deep cuts, and dead. So. Uh, I just wanted to just we didn't talk about it last time. I wanted to bring it up this time. Jai Arrow is uh, should not be a fucking pet owner. Absolute fucking negligent cunt. And uh, moving on to the next one. Yeah. Just it, I just want to say though, comments, boys. I, I feel like your point about pet ownership is is the main point to make. You know, like yes. there's a way, and of in my younger years of of owned dogs that would be considered dangerous breeds and, and are very capable of harming 
other dogs seriously if if they were in certain situations. The the test as a pet, or the 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 obligation as a pet owner is to make sure that you are aware of the dog's capabilities, and and don't don't fucking lapse for a second in concentration because shit can get out of hand very fucking quickly. And yeah, but also the, regardless, <laughs> of the, like, irrespective of the, the the capabilities of a dog innately, it's also a responsibility to train them to the point where they'll True. heal to, you know at your command, mm. and they won't just go out exactly. and fuck up another. Dog but that's what I'm saying. To walk past. Pet ownership. Yeah. It comes. It comes with the, with the responsibility and the and and an obligation to fucking it's. You know, parenting is another step. You know, you don't want to raise a kid that's a cunt and you don't want to fucking have a dog that's a cunt. It's not hard. That's Well, I mean, this, this is the thing. I mean, his kids are going to fucking, you know, be Eshos. Yeah, true. At this, at this rate, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Going to go stab some fucking kid. Yeah. For his fucking red TNs. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, come on, you dog. <clears throat> fucking come on. <laughs> And then probably fucking would go up through the system and play for Penrith. <laughs> no, they'd probably wow. stop. They'd probably stop when they got to Blacktown, and then realised that the culture at Blacktown's NRL club was too dodgy even for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. fucking even even Eshays are excluded from prayer circles now. Fuck me, dude. Poor old Eshays. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Another I mean, minority. They ultimately, grow up, they, ultimately they, they grow up and have shares in whatever that fucking Povo West beer that fucking tied to Ivars with <laughs> Nathan Cleary is chilling out there. Oh. <laughs> um, now, the next story is uh, about one of the most grateful men of all time in uh, Kevin Proctor, with his story almost immediately disappearing from the, from the front pages. And uh, becoming far, far less secure than it otherwise would have been. But he has been sacked. Uh, as a former captain of the club, he's been sacked uh, instantly by the Gold Coast after posting a social media uh, video himself, an Instagram reel, in fact, uh, vaping during his team's loss to Canterbury. Now, uh, he can he was seen vaping inside. We've seen the video, I'm sure. Uh, he was seen vaping inside a toilet cubicle, uh, uploaded with the caption, Not the Halftime Vape. Uh, with him inhaling and shaking his head. At the time, the Titans were down 26-10. Now, Proctor wasn't actually playing in the in the game, but he was part of the match day squad um, as the 19th man. And uh, he violated a couple of things here with the the uh, that vaping's not permitted in that in that stadium anywhere. Also, for integrity reasons regarding uh, like online betting and so forth, players aren't allowed to have their phones in the dressing rooms either. So he's hit the two strikes on that one and uh, was summarily executed by the Titans. Yep. Uh, he told he would be fined close to $15,000 and not welcome back to play or train with his contract coming to a conclusion at the end of the season. So probably the end of his NRL career, although I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say that he, you know, that he won't end up in England, I'd imagine. Yeah. But his time at the Titans, particularly the last 12 months, have been very disappointing in terms of on-field performance. And it makes me think with the way that they just discharged him instantly, that perhaps... They were looking for a reason. Yeah, looking for a reason, but also perhaps he is a disruptive character or perhaps someone who is emblematic of the culture <clears throat> problems that uh, that have seen the club go from being one pass away from the second week of the, of the finals last year to being, you know, 
tight at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. It, so, either that or the, what you would hope, especially if you're a Titans supporter, is that he is just – he doesn't even have to be a negative influence. He just has to not be a positive one. Mm. Mm. So whereas if the club looks at him and says, here's all this bad press, like, okay, pop, any any positive impact, no. Oh, no, no, no real negative yep. one around the boys either, but no positive impact, bad press, that's enough. Mm. Whether that's yep. true or not. That's that's also <clears throat> disappointing to to think, given his career to date and his time at Melbourne and, and he came to the Titans, obviously, to to bring leadership characteristics yeah. and, and traits and, um, you know, fuck me dead. That's I'll tell you just, what, this is, this points to what I was talking about with Melbourne a little while ago as well in the fact that gone now is that culture in Melbourne of hard work and determination and extra hours of training and not going out on the piss during the week or, or after games or any of this stuff. Back in the day, when somebody had that attitude or used to get up to that stuff, they were shown the door from that club very fucking quickly. Mm. Like, do you remember when he first left Melbourne? He wasn't the best that he's ever been, but, yeah. you know, it was a fucking get. Mm. It was a good fucking get. And yep. then all of a sudden you get the cocaine scandal, you know, with him yep. him out there busting lights. Whereas now, it's the, the leaders of the club in Melbourne that have the fucking <laughs> cocaine scandals. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know. The, Alleged the white powder. White powder. I mean, yeah. It, fucking... it was, well, no, no, no. It was, it was definitely white powder. <laughs> That was that was clear. That's we all saw the video. <laughs> yeah, it was the, it was the cocaine part that was the yeah, alleged that's part. It. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, and like just now, the um, fucking dumb shit. You're an athlete, and you're doing something where you're inhaling stuff into your lungs that reduces your fucking aerobic fitness. Yeah, and look, there's one person in in the mix here of this conversation right now who can talk speak directly to to vaping, and uh, who doesn't vape anymore. So, I mean, you tell me. Look, here's the thing. How fucked is it? Mate, I used it to to quit smoking, right? Yep. And for me, it worked exceptionally well, but I I was determined. But that was was a tool to to what reduced the nicotine dependence slowly and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And where where other ways didn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, But... It reduced it, and then you, the, the trouble is, you can actually you convince yourself that well, it's not so bad, because it is so much. Yeah. And, you know, again, current medical studies, and I'm not a doctor, and yada yada yada. Don't fucking do it. But uh, like there was a doctor on a, a show I heard the other day that was saying, if you don't smoke, you shouldn't do it because it's terrible for you. But if you do smoke, yeah. it's better for you than smoking. <clears throat> yeah. Right. right? Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, I had my my little fucking episode, and the doctor said, "Well, we we can never ever ever point to that and say that was the root cause of it, um, because yeah. you'd, you'd stop smoking long enough ago that yeah. that this really you know, shouldn't." Um, he said, "I don't think it can be helping you." How could they tell that it was between between that and like the horse tranquilizers? <laughs> the, 
stroke. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you didn't have a stroke. You were just in a really big K-hole. <laughs> <laughs> the K-hole went all the way to China. <laughs> Oh. But yeah, I mean, like, the, and, and so, kind of, like, anecdotal, anecdotally though, that was what caused your, you know, anecdotally, a fairly serious scare back about two, what, two, three. Years anecdotally, ago. it was more than likely a contributing factor. Yeah. Okay. And so there you go. And you know Don't what? Kids. He's like, again, I'm not a fucking professional athlete, but if there was something that if I did it, it would impair my ability to make calculations or to you know analyze financial data yeah i wouldn't fucking do it mm. yeah like jesus fucking it's just a, you know like he's he's not fucking 18 either it's like the lack of maturity around yeah around it is, is what gets me like he paid you just know with him <laughs> that it would have been it would have been one of those <laughs> giant fucking hooker setups Except he couldn't fit it in his kit bag. <laughs> <laughs> he would have had like a fucking four, a four pot hooker thing set up. Oh. And, um, yeah. All right. My favorite story of the week, I've got to say, and once again, the uh, like, yeah, not a huge fan of religion this week, but the rugby league gods—they're not really there. They're, they're a religious. They, I mean, they're they're for everybody. And, and I'll tell you what. This one. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> this week. Nate and I have been accused of praying to the rugby league gods. <laughs> but I must tell everyone that the rugby league guys are like Crom. <laughs> the rugby league god's up there, strong on his mountain. He doesn't care about the pitiful prayers. <laughs> Can't believe um, you guys had a prayer circle without me. Perhaps he, I mean, you know, perhaps he, yeah, but yeah, perhaps you could say he also has similarities to like Jawboo in, in Major League. I mean, he probably likes a bit of, I mean, rather than rum though, he probably likes he likes a bit of whiskey, but but otherwise, um, yeah, no, we we don't ask the rugby league god just provides. They just keep giving and giving and giving. We are, we are, we are, and, you know, we are the chosen ones of the rugby league gods, you know, most definitely. And, uh, and they delivered us the, the story so. that the Melbourne Storm, <laughs> the Melbourne Storm are set to sign David Nofaluma for the remainder of the 2022 season. <laughs> Apparently they've had a desperate search for an outside back recruit and he fits the bill. They, uh, they did try through the back channels to get their hands on Reese Walsh as well as contacting the Titans about the availability of Jaden Campbell. But now the Storm are going to get third best. Well, their third choice of the three choices <laughs> provided. And uh, it looks like uh, Nofaluma is uh, going south. So he was sidelined due to concussion before being dropped from the first grade school quad for drinking while recovering from injury. So this move could see him, and I'm sure Stepdad will get to it in a minute, should see him make a career-first finals appearance after his 2013 NRL debut. Um, yes, yeah, so it goes on to say that they uh, they want to fill the gaps of uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, Remus Smith, George Jennings, and Xavier Coates. So apparently they also tried to get Dane Laurie, Adam Dewey, Ken Mamalo, <laughs> and also then went to went to the, the Bulldogs fuck? to try and get Josh Adokar, <laughs> and then they went to the Panthers to try and get Robert Jennings. 
<laughs> so I'm sorry, he wasn't the third choice. He was about the 18th choice, and uh, and 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 by God, they got their man. He's not the man we want. In fact, he's not even on the top 20 of the men we want. But he's the man we got. I tell you what, the Melbourne Storm now know how Glennie's wife feels. <laughs> Now, as, as as our resident Tigers fan and and dare I say expert, nay connoisseur, Glenny, hang on, just clarify that comment about how my wife feels, please. Well, which know. angle are you taking there? Well, the, you know they they didn't get they didn't get their first choice, but they got a man. <laughs> they have a oh, man. Okay. I, th- yeah. I thought you I thought you were trying to say she, I thought you were trying to say she was going through or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> That is not going to get a Nate giggle. That oh. will not be getting a Nate giggle. Fucking hey, hell. I didn't say that shit. I didn't say it. What do you do? What, what do I do? Yeah. That's yeah. He's like yeah. I just deliberately misconstrued something for comedy. Purposes, man. Uh, what do I do? I've heard lots of people say that. I wouldn't say it. I'd never say that. I'd never say it. But you're hearing it more and more. Wow. All right, buddy. Uh. My wife's not off limits to you pieces of shit. Fuck me, Dad. I love your wife. Oh, you know that. Sadly, she loves you too, Nathan. Just, just wait Just wait for the day it's, you stroke out, fella. Quite fucking frustrating. <laughs> Make my move. <laughs> Tomorrow you get a box of vapes turn up on your doorstep. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I'm going to DM Kevin Proctor and ask him which fucking flavour he recommends. <laughs> for her frog flavour. Stop it. I'll fucking take it up if there's one of them. Mac- Macca's coffee flavour. <laughs> oh. oh. Glenny, Glenny, sorry, we're getting off we're getting off track, mate. Not fucking zinger nuggets flavour, that's for sure. Oh, fucking, fucking hell. Yeah. Pack of cunts. Yeah, I forgot that they were too hot for they you. They were. I'll tell you right. what's too hot for me. Fucking David Nofaluma. He's fucking I'll tell you what, he's a wanted man. I can't believe that um <laughs> the irony a man that uh, said that he was worthy and deserved to play Origin and, and Finals football. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck yeah, I forgot that. He deserved it. He's de- he deserved, and he's got what he fucking deserves. And the irony that literally they had to cut through a fucking swathe of other human beings that were not interested and were not willing to be offered up by their respective clubs. And the Tigers went, oh, that guy, yeah, fucking take him. Um, I I have one concern, <laughs> that he spends six somewhere six to eight weeks playing for the Storm and uh, and Bellamy gets in, the, in his ear and, and fucking turns him around and, and makes him into the player that he already thinks he is. Um, that's a danger. Um, but sadly, I think Melbourne are already on a slide, um, and David Nofaluma is not the man to stop a slide. Um, and we've seen that with you know since two thousand and thirteen. He's just I. I was critical of uh, Dean Aramia and some of his defensive reads. And inability to um, to cover fairly fairly simple attacking structures defensively for Melbourne, and it was it was glaring um, 
the the chasm between his level of talent and some of his teammates. David Nofaluma is going to make D- Dean Eremia look like fucking Ken Irvine. Like, like <laughs> just, I'm, I'm fucking baffled. I'm baffled. The Storm used the word desperate earlier, Nate, and oh, it's a, it's a strange one. I would think that Bellamy would have spent enough time <clears throat> whenever the Storm have played the Tigers and David Nofaluma has been listed in the lineup. Uh, picking apart his defensive liabilities and uh, to, to the Storm's absolute gain. Uh, we saw it last year when they beat us by 60. Um, and and here they are wanting him to fucking suit up for him. Fucking. It's baffling. Absolutely baffling. Um, he's obviously out of favour at, at the Tigers now across two coaches. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird because I mean, with like the second Noddy came in, he was back in the side after yeah. being uh, you know exiled for a couple of weeks, mm. and uh, and so we thought, well, okay, he's you know, he, you know Noddy's obviously been watching behind the scenes, and he's like, okay, this is one of Madge's mistakes. Mm. Noff has been left out. It's my call now. He's coming straight back in, mm. and uh, yeah, no, it didn't last that long. No. Obviously, you know, disciplinary reasons, etc. I think Noddy's a fucking faster learner yeah. than Madge. If any, if, that, if it proves anything, I suspect so. Can I point out the the person I'm most fucking worried for in this entire situation? The the one person that is at most risk of taking a fucking toaster bath over this whole thing? Grover? Harry Grant. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine having to play... I thought I was out. And they an entire fucking season? <laughs> an entire fucking season. And then the next fucking time... And I bet you Bellamy like makes him his buddy or something to show yeah. him around Melbourne. His roomie. He's like, oh, hi, Harry. Oh, I've missed you. Oh, it's good to see you again. We're friends, aren't we, Harry? Fucking, oh, my God, that poor guy. Like, of all the mental health that's been commented on being needed to watch out for this week, fucking, I need a, a whole round and fucking jerseys with Harry Grant. Harry fucking, Grant round. Oh god! Can you can you imagine like Noffa walks up going like you know, with the big high five like Harry Brad? He's going, I don't know you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! But then, it, but it was like when you had to go play with your cousins that you didn't like. Yeah, <laughs> and you see your dad standing by. He just sees Bellamy there going, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. The, the weird cousin that's sixteen and still plays with farm animals. I had one of them. <laughs> I've recently done the done the Sopranos rewatch, and it's like when fucking AJ gets forced to like you know look after like Bobby Barker yeah, and it, when the family have <laughs> dinner and shit. Oh, fuck. Tell you what, I was very lucky. My cousins are dope, um, but we had like second cousins that were a little bit yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. So 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 just the the, the quick the final word on this one, Glennie. You're happy to see him, see, see him for gone for the next uh, six, seven weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and back I'm looking year. forward to being on the other side of the fence. Laughing. Interestingly enough, look. so if he's making his mistakes, if he's doing A and B stuff to to the storm, and you're watching it, are you like, oh, fuck that guy's a loser, or you're like, oh, what did they do to my boy? No, because he'd be doing exactly <laughs> what he's done for the target. Okay, cool, cool. It's right. um interestingly enough, we did a quick ladder predictor today. Yes. And being as harsh, like 
like making Melbourne lose all of the games that I think are realistically possible for them to lose given their current form. Yep. I can't get them to finish any lower than eighth. Right. And it's because they play the Titans and the Warriors in their run home. And that's kind of the next two yeah. weeks for them, I think, as well. That's yeah. it. So, um, like they get Penrith on the road home and you know, there's a, a bunch of other teams. That could that could realistically beat them, especially mm-hmm. given their, their other one. I think they get Para and Souths. Um, yeah. Well, but, the thing to remember at the moment is the Melbourne Storm are very easy to beat. But here's the thing. If if the Titans or the Warriors can fucking jam <laughs> three down Noffa's edge, he is literally the only thing that will stop him from playing finals football. Yeah. Just, could you imagine that? Could you imagine like Nothception. and he turns he turns inside the fucking like bucket at bucket guys inside him and then like Nelson just like you know, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> it's like one of those fucking things in movies where all of a sudden like a finger snaps and he looks around and he's in Bali with Nelson in front of him. <laughs> 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 All right. That's it for news. Moving on to our final. No, we got we our final story. We got the we got the, uh, the the biggest story of the year, and uh, obviously there's mul- there's multiple fucking parts to this one that just need to be broken up and and probably dealt with, uh, you know, as they as they come. Um, so let's just do the story straight up first. Uh, on what the hell was the twenty fifth? So Monday on Monday morning, Manly announced that they're proudly wearing a rainbow detailed jersey that they that they called their everyone in league jersey, which is uh, in collaboration with their jersey manufacturer Dynasty Sport. And uh, <clears throat> the Dynasty Sport uh, director said, "Sports one of those great things where people come together from all walks of life and participate in something without exclusion. This jersey is a celebration of that and first of its kind in the NRL." The everyone in league jersey is something we've wanted to do for a number of years now. And as soon as we got the concept locked in, all parties have contributed to make it what it is. And it's something we're all proud of. The design itself maintains the iconic manly DNA with the striped design and and maroon, but with the subtle inclusion of the rainbow colors, which are a nod to inclusivity for everyone in league. Uh, The interim CEO, Gary Wallman, who I think is the CEO until Friday, because uh, Tony Mestrov starts on Monday, I believe. Uh, the Sea Eagles have a rich and diverse history of rugby league and in the community. To be able to bring this concept to life with Dynasty Sports is a fantastic achievement. And we're pleased to be able to share such an important message that means so much to so many people in the community. And uh, the jersey's <coughs> pretty much sold out. What day is it today? Wednesday. So the jersey was uh, what they announced it Monday morning. Sold out 12 hours later. And then they're going back again um, and doing another pre-order that I believe ships in August, in late August. So um, first thing, the jersey's fucking fire. And I I missed out on the first drop just simply because I had to get down to my computer where I've got my membership details saved to log in and buy it. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do that in the morning. Sold out fucking overnight. But thankfully I did the pre-order, so I'll have mine in for Father's Day, which is great. Um, now, where do we go next? That's the straight story. Obviously, now the down, the, 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 the chaos that uh, ensued in that seven, well, they say seven religious, but um, to my knowledge, four religious players and three people who um, just don't give a fuck about the club did, uh, decided they would stand down because uh, they see the rainbow and they think that uh, religious for religious reasons, 
they can't possibly wear rainbow instead of white stripes on their jersey. Um, I don't want to get into a fucking giant dissection of actually like religion and shit. To suffice to say that it's fair. It's fair to say that the three of us agree that that is a reason for anything like that is horseshit. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Can I, and, uh, can I and, tell you the, and unacceptable? The bit there that fucks me off, first of all, is that they don't say it's for religious reasons. They say it is for religious and cultural reasons. And cultural, right? Yeah. Yes, Which is a right. nice <clears throat> fucking way of saying it's my culture. And it is. And I guess, I guess it is uh, unsaid, unsaid it's, it's racist to. Exactly. Yeah. Question my. It, yeah. Well, not so. Yeah, racist, but, but it is. It is a massive fucking issue at the moment in trying to um, be sensitive to cultures, especially of First Nations people, especially of those mm-hmm. that have been so fucking badly brutalized by Western society. Funnily enough, Including mostly by fucking religion. Christians. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That, that's the bit. That's so fucking disingenuous to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, he, here's the thing, though. Everyone's looking at parts of their culture... And if there's a part of your culture that's fucking discriminatory, then that's not okay. You can you can actually be the change that you want to see in the world and maybe take steps into trying to address that <clears throat> and uh, removing it from your culture. Yeah. People have the power to do that. Yeah. People have the power, especially whether they like it or not, people who are role models based on their, their occupation, which is professional footballer, they have the opportunity... To not only just be the change they want to see, but to lead the change that they yeah. want to see in their communities, because they are seen as leaders of their communities, like it or not. Um, and so let me let's let's uh, let's name name these players. I just need to get the list because just so I don't forget anything. Um, but it's uh, let me just I'll just count on my fingers. Toff Sipley, Homoli Olakwatu, um, Josh Aloye, uh, Tolu Kola. They're the religious ones, I believe. The ones who are on the lo- who are supporting the boys would be Christian Tuipolotu, Jason Saab, and I feel and it's, I'm missing one. Who's the other one? Fuck, this is why I need the list in front of me of the players. Oh, Josh Schuster, of course. How could I forget? And they're the seven that are stepping down. Um, I suspect I don't want to condemn the, the guy because I don't know for sure, but I suspect that Ray Ray Vega is also one of them. Wasn't playing first grade, but has been in the top squad for the last couple of weeks. And I would imagine that he would have got the call up and he's not in the side. So I have to assume that he is uh, someone that's like just declined, you know, his first grade debut based on this nonsense. And um, <clears throat> and so that, like, you know, first, first things first, I mean, these players are fucking dead to me. <laughs> Particularly, there's two levels of dead to me. Like the ones that are like the the super religious ones and do actually live it. Like someone like Josh Alloyer, for example, is so religious to the point where I think he's going to become a pastor after his rugby league career ends. As fucked as it is, the belief system is like he actually believes it. So there's those guys that are dead to me. Then you got the level. Then you got the guys that are just supporting their their boys and don't actually hold any strong beliefs as to you know they're just doing it for that. That they would go and cunt, you know, assist in cunting the club's season, which is what they are doing. For for no firm belief system, they're like 
my mother-in-law level dead, which is like buried an extra fucking 10 stories underneath the ground, never to come back. Um, <clears throat> that's the first thing. Hey, Glenny, there you go. You're back. I lost you for a second oh, then, Glenny. Sorry. I've been here. I yeah. was listening. Oh, okay. Cool. cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, you just, you just dropped off my screen. Um, yeah. What else? I've, I've just got to, I've had to actually go point by point here to fucking, um, to look at it. And what is all, what this has done, obviously, it's overshadowed the fact that the, the, the Manly Seagulls, are the club after all the other clubs had not were, were offered the opportunity to do this, they're the only club that said yes to do it. And uh, they've taken a massive fucking bullet here because the discourse that has, has risen around it, I truly believe we'll probably see a pride round come into the NRL, perhaps even as soon as next year. Mm. Um given the support that other clubs and things like that have, have given now that the bullet has been taken mm. and they don't have to put any skin in the game and they can pontificate from their safe fucking platform. Um, but, you know, that's great. If nothing else, it's great that it's kind of the conversation's been, the door's been kicked open and the teething pains are all going to be fucking born, you know, by the Manly Club. And hopefully for, for the community... We can go forward and have a and have a round next year, and having a round next year then hopefully means you won't have players sitting out because they'll have you know a full year or months and months and months to rationalise reasons why they can wear the jersey against their beliefs, like they you know serve gambling companies, alcohol companies, have tattoos on their skin, and so on and so on against their beliefs. So. Um, now on now the the downsides, I think. While I don't feel that a rugby league club should ever have to fucking clear a jersey design with the playing group, and guess what, it never fucking happens. Mm-hmm. This process has been going on in the background for a long time, and whilst the release of the jersey may have been sprung on the playing group, and they might have only had like a week or two to come to terms with it. It's not something that the club fucking designed and printed up in a week. I mean, this has been coming for a while. I know it's been twelve a twelve month process, um, you know, in discussion about it and locking it in. And to say to to for them to claim that there's no stakeholders have been consulted or anything, obviously at board level this was well and truly discussed. Then you've got the football. Then you've got the football club board, the, the district football club board. They have to sign off on any jersey change that removes the basic maroon and white. So if there's any changes that it has to be, it has to be approved by the football club board. So to say there was no consultation is ridiculous. There was no consultation potentially with the football department and the players. And you know, look, their beliefs are bullshit. However, I think if they had have consulted with them maybe a little bit sooner, maybe say got someone like Ian Robertson to go eye to eye with these guys and talk about some of the struggles that he's had in his life and what, what it all means, you know, perhaps we would have a different outcome as well. Um, I think what they needed was to get Ian in there to rape them oh, well, and just show them the no. fucking power and how fucking oh. subservient all those dumb little cucks are. But um, no, keep going. No, 
No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't need to do that. I mean, look, I'll meet you halfway and say that he may, he may he could have offered them that perhaps if they if they wanted the fucking well, Gary Jack experience. <laughs> yeah, he went into PowerPoint, and, the, and all the PowerPoint is is just like a meme template with like with the video of the Gary Jack fight with with with, a, with text over Gary Jack that says homophobia, and then text and then text over himself that says that says me. And, and it's just, and then you just watch the video, and then and while oh. and while they're watching the video on this on the on the projector screen behind him, he's just sort of standing there like sort of bouncer pose, and he's just like just eyeballing him, just like, and then they're sort of like side eyeing the screen, him, screen, him, and it's like uh, we'll, wear, we'll wear the jersey. But I mean, look, you know, there, there's there's really not there's nothing funny about this. I mean, I'm fucking, I I have never been so proud of the club. I've never been so furious. With any of the any players in the club, as I have been in this time, and like they, when I say dead to me, they are fucking dead to me, and that's a, and it's a, it's a tough fucking pill to swallow because I mean there's some fucking guys that I, you know, I love there, um, and you know, and we're hoping to see, well, you know, who probably will fucking serve the club going forward, you know, for a for a long time on the field, no matter how dead to me they are, because like I got a fucking say in the matter. Um, now where are we? Uh, Daily Cherry Evans leadership and captaincy is this year has been such a year for his legacy with his play, the origin stuff, and now his leadership through this. Um, just a fucking he's he's a fucking great guy, and I'll never hear a fucking bad word about him. And the way he spoke was amazing. Some would say you hear There's, a lot of bad words about him, mate. I don't hear you it. Don't they hear are it. said ah, at me. They are I said, feel like you react, they, they and are. that would indicate that, yes, indeed, they, they do seep into your ear holes, which would mean you would hear them. I don't... Well, you're partially right. They are said at me, and I and I and I know and I know I know they are being said at me, but I don't I don't hear them. I just know I'm just reacting to the fact they're being said because, my God, I mean, if there's one thing I can't tolerate in this in this world, and I mean this week particularly, ignorance is fucking t- it's an affliction of society, See? and I just ca- and, and I just cannot to- I cannot fucking tolerate it, and so um, and, and so here he is right on cue. Over to you, Jack. We've got the manly seven, and then right here we've got the fucking twill one. And they're both sitting there defending their right to believe in imaginary superheroes. <laughs> oh. I, just, I just don't think any of this is... Like, this is not a fucking funny matter. This is a very serious issue. And I think trivialising it by trying to, trying to, to you know, make jokes yeah, and look, do voices... Real, real it's just, talk. It's, just, it's, really, it's really fucking disappointing. Real talk. Now, Daly, um, Daly did well in the press conference. Um... With a with a delicate issue, with a fucking delicate issue. Um, it was a, it was a it was a no a no win issue, and and look, I and they and he and Desi should never have been the ones to to fucking do it. But with a chairman who is so hands off in the club and lives in fucking New York, he wasn't going to do it. And they've got an interim CEO with the new on long term CEO starting on Monday. There was kind of a little vacuum in there as well, so it, it kind of like it it had to be them. Now the fact that it had to be them was one thing, but there could have been like a lengthy fucking statement or something released or a written thing or a press release or something like that. So the the fact that they actually fronted up to what was obviously going to be it's you know some some pretty tough lines of questioning in the press conference uh, showed you know, like massive balls and fucking and responsibility you know toward, you know for, for the club which is 
which is fucking great, and I and I cannot give them uh, enough credit. And Desi, on the other hand, he also had to juggle some, like he had to do more of a juggling act than anyone because not only did he have to address the issue, he had to try and do it in such a way where he didn't completely like you know hang the fucking the plays in question out to dry be, and 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 had to somehow keep like the player group together which is obviously his responsibility so the entire thing doesn't fucking implode you know and become you know a multiple fucking week ongoing issue i mean i've seen people like the mole saying oh this player's not happy and he's going to do this and this which is that's that's all it's not true the one thing that um, has come out of this is that, as always, Desi's beloved by the fucking by the players, and what he did do when he when he was doing his press conference, <clears throat> apologised to fucking everybody. And I mean that was, you know, I mean, as a player, his nickname was Sorry because like he was like Jake, like he tackled someone too too hard, he'd, he'd apologise on the field, like like when he made the tackle. So, and fuck me, he fucking apologised enough in this one. And I mean, he apologised to every fucking group you could possibly you could possibly find in this entire situation. And at the same time, making it about the lack of consult, trying to put the the blame for the for the severity of the reaction on the club's lack of consultation, thereby doing what is probably the the greatest talent as a coach that Desi has in creating enemies to bond the playing groups together. Um, I mean, I don't think we, I don't know if we needed the fucking, the, the Gandhi quote in there, but otherwise it was, a, it was, a, uh, it was the, one of the more less mumbly fucking and, uh, and, and clear speeches that he's, uh, that he's given in recent years. How, um, how much of that do you reckon he prepared? The whole thing, it was 100% prepared. And, and, no, no, prepared and by was, him or prepared by someone else? No, no, it was prepared, it, it was prepared by him in conjunction with, uh, I don't know if I've got any, uh, yeah, like, no, it's, it's, it is known. Okay, cool. Who, who the ghostwriter was. The, 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 the ghostwriter who it was written with was the, the, the friend of his, you know, the, on the autism spectrum that he spoke about in the thing, I think. That was, Daily. that was the person with, the, no, no, no. Fucking Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry. This is this this is that was that was a this, this is that was a Cody Walker level is, intercept. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking floating there. <laughs> oh, he really, oh he just really, sit really, back. It really was, but it also, but it also, but it also shows me that you didn't you, you didn't actually delve into this issue, and you're just looking for fucking no. little fucking footholes with yeah. which to, to Look, sink your again, little claws. I, I I think that you you are 100 percent right in that it was a no win situation. I'm looking at this through different a different prism than you are. You're you're looking at it. And you're looking for reasons to be proud of your club and its associated people, and you have found many true instances of that. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at what was potentially missed here in terms of setting a bedrock, and you know you you've joked about it a bunch of times, like oh, Manly, the only club with the balls to do it, and this, 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 this. And you're right; they were the first. That's not a joke, though. That's actually true. They were yeah. The first ones to do it, but they've missed some fucking golden opportunities here. You know, are they paying the players to sit out? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, in in a perfect I, I, world, I, I would I wouldn't be. But you've got to wonder when you've got a players' association and stuff. Yeah, you have but, to wonder, but this is, is the thing. Is, though. The, is the fucking least is the least friction 
to get the mat to like as Daly said to like you know to focus on the seventeen guys who are wearing that jersey and fucking proud to wear. Yeah, it. which is great, and that's the what prob- you do. The, from, the, from- the, is there is there less friction <clears throat> instead of you know kicking up an ongoing thing where then you've got oh the players association saying you can't do this, but you know then it becomes this. But what would distraction from the actual happen key issue? If a player said, "I don't like um, fucking maroon." So I'm only going to wear the mm. white jerseys, and I will sit out the games where you wear a maroon jersey. Because I, I would, I would expect that 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 becomes a. I mean, given the away jerseys or the home jerseys, or, maroon, yeah, then, then that's then that becomes like literally a half a season sit out scenario where the players clearly exactly. So you end you up I mean? you end up with, but also they can't they can't hide behind some they can't hide behind some sketchy, you know culture they, they can't you exactly know, there's nothing to, they can't justify from that exactly and this is either. what i'd have loved so, if there was some fucking if there was more time and i know manly didn't have any time here because if yeah, they'd have, this is literally three days if they'd have yeah. been able to go and get some fucking legal advice then 100 percent you go down and you say that that's fine um but the the reason you don't want to wear this is because of your religious slash cultural beliefs so we, we need those detailed and documented to us, right? Mm. And then all of a sudden it's, well, hang on, why, why this one? And it becomes, why this one? This now becomes discrimination because you are happy to play on Sundays or because yes. you are happy with the gambling sponsorships and you are happy with the alcohol. You seem very happy with alcohol consumption at club functions, you know? Yep. The, and not to fucking mention... These cunts are happy to take the field every week with Dylan Walker. No one, no one fucking, exactly. no one fucking stood down or, or threatened to not not wear the jersey for that one. Yeah, you know the problem with Dylan Walker thing though is 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 more complicated because he was not guilty. You know what I mean? So they can that that's that. There's there's your fucking there's your you know there's your just the rationalisation that they 100%. use on that. One. They're all about rationalising everything they do. Yeah, exactly. And, but. Um, which is a fuck, yeah, the, it's fucked. The, the interesting thing is, and, and this is my thing, where now, now those players, and I will say this to any player of any fucking club, be it my mm-hmm. own or whatever, and I do know that Penrith have a fucking fuck ton of them. Right? Anyone yeah. that wants to sit out a game based on something that is just celebrating, not excluding somebody because of their yeah. fucking unavoidable personal identity. And this, and and also, to make it clear, this jersey is named the Everyone in League jersey. It's not like, it's not, they're not calling it the you know, the LGBT plus jersey or the fucking, you know, they're not coming out and saying, they're, they're calling it the Everyone in League jersey and using rainbow on it. That, that was... And so if that, if well, that, that was threatens you that much... Mm. I, I don't believe well, that for I a fucking instant. Well, that's well, that's a that's a fact. It's in the press release. I mean, when they when they announced it. No, I, I know mean, that's what they're saying. They're calling it, but what? I, okay, yeah, my take on that is they're at the fucking board meeting and they go, "We want to do a pride jersey." Oh, we've got a bunch of those fucking Bible bashers in the team. We can't call it a fucking pride jersey. I don't mm. care. Call it a fucking everyone in league jersey. Just make it have a rainbow on it. That that's what fucking happened. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Right? Yeah, yeah. Problem is, problem is, it wasn't the word pride that was a problem. It was the fucking rainbow, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, but for them to to get in there, and and I'll tell you what, I got some fucking great old quotes here. 
Um, there was one uh, that, that came through. And I, I did some research. Any from Gandhi? Because, no. Um, <laughs> the, because of... Uh, so if in, in James chapter 2, verse 10, it says, If you have committed one sin, you are guilty of all. Now, that's not even in that fucking Old Testament shit. I was going to come here and, you know, go through all of those stupid fucking sins that are in the Old Testament. All like Leviticus shit. Like yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, if a woman has her period, she must sit in a hole for three days and rub horse shit on her face to yeah. to whatever. Because, you know, God's all but about equality. the funny equality. thing is, that, that is, but, that, that, but that is where their justification against against gay, gay and lesbian people, uh, that, that, that is like Levit- Leviticus stuff that like prohibits the tattoos and shit as well. Now, here's Eating the thing. shellfish and... Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the, these are all things. Now, remember, what did, what, did, what did we learn, Bible study children? That if you commit one <laughs> sin, you commit all of them. That means all sins are equal in the eyes of this fucking yes. loving, wonderful fuck cunt. So, um, and you're one and done. Exactly. One, one and done. Adultery. Sorry, Arpy. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's one of their yeah that's one of their fucking their greatest hits. Exactly, um, anger. Anger uh, is a sin. So every time you're angry, we got six thousand hours of documented that shit. Every time you're angry, in God's eyes, you are taking a fucking throbbing eight inches straight up the asshole. I feel myself myself oh, starting to God. spontaneously well, combust. Well, I mean, if we if we're gonna if we're gonna yeah if we're gonna fucking uh, make those inches cumulative, I'm probably I'm probably taking about six million this week. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Jay Solo. <laughs> um, I may divorce. just spontaneously combust right here. Drinking parties. That's mentioned once. Drunkenness is mentioned one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All in the New Testament. Nine times that drunkenness. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck that six mm-hmm. times this week. Is is a fucking sin. <laughs> you wake up like that way and fucking hair, hair of the dog takes you to work, Lenny. So hang on. Fornication. Straight sex. <coughs> not it not even not yep. even gay sex. Straight sex. One, two, three, four, five times. That sucks. I love fornicating. Now, here we get down to homosexuality. In the New Testament. New Testament. One, right? two, three times. So God hates premarital sex more than gay sex. So I'm glad all go. of those seven players that aren't married are fucking virgins. I'm not on board, God. I'm because, not on board. you know, otherwise, when God looks down, they might as well be gobbling cock. But the biggest oh, one geez, here, I'm... the one I fucking love yep. that's mentioned one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven times is the sin of hypocrisy. Oh, which is the best one. So there we go. Playing on Sundays, gambling and alcohol, fucking on the bags, doing all this shit. But no, I have a problem with the fucking rainbow jersey because of my mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. God hates you more than the gay people. Because fucking you're a, eat it. Because you're, you're a fucking cunt. hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> biggest biggest takeaway from me and one of the one of the, the best um, best sound bites to come out of it was when Ian Roberts um, said, you know, 
what do you, what does this do to young <clears throat> manly you know potentially manly fans or even rugby league fans um that are struggling with their, their sexuality and struggling to find mm. the bravery and and the the to to come out and what does this do when when players that they you know like it or not potentially your heroes yeah, like yeah. it or not the players that that these kids may see or anyone may see as a, as a role model or a, you know they well, look up what, to on on the last census <laughs> and and also it's not just the players that are the heroes it's also the fucking discourse from the boomers and the fucking people like the on reaction, television yeah. like Paul Kent and stuff yeah. with the oh the Paul, you know like holy fuck yeah. the amount of like it's been a week where people have really been fucking telling on themselves and I got to say I lost a fuck of a lot of respect for a lot of fucking yeah, people and- that I've seen online that I didn't know that well. They were just like Twitter yeah. thought sort of, you know, guys you follow on Twitter and stuff or people you sort of know, t- you know, sort of, you know, peripherally. Mm. But holy fuck, just the amount of like performative boomer Ugh. shit is just fucking mind-blowing. Mm. And if you're a kid that's struggling... You're not, you get boom, hit one. The fucking players might be your favorite player or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Boom. Hit two. All these fucking boomers saturating fucking social media saying, when's it fucking heterosexual round? No. Like, but that's, that's the thing. It's, it's the, the actual actions of, of, and decisions of the players. The fact that on, you know, we've, as we've discussed, it seems like a fucking cop out. Um, and, their reasoning and justification for it, but mm-hmm. the the reaction by the, the the wider population in large part and their reaction shows that there is still very much a stigma and there is still so much work to be done um, for acceptance um, for 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 all minorities. But you know the the gay and lesbian community, you know the spotlights. On, on them at the moment with, with this issue. And I just find that it, it just shows how far there is still to come, that players couldn't look at look at the situation and think, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear that jersey. It's, it's fucking important. And, and it's... It, it, it's, and you know and what, I reckon if they... Yeah, and you know, I think I think that you know the, the club probably could have been more proactive if they had got, yeah, you know, if they had got that what you said in verbatim coming out of like someone like Ian Roberts who's lived it out of his mouth, you know, perhaps it would you know it, it would have you know got sunk through to their dumb fucking. Because no matter what happens during this game now, and no matter how well received it is at the ground and at the game, and yeah. how well the mm. media spin it, it's still been diminished in my eyes. The, the actual be, yeah, action I mean, of it has been diminished. But but here's the thing: it's going to be fucking. The, the ground is going to be crazy mm. um, with the amount of rainbow stuff that turns up oh, there. Yeah. For for a fact, everyone I know <laughs> going there is fucking yeah, pretty much decked. I, I need this. I need this to be as big as like. Do you remember when Israel Folau went to England mm. and his first mm. game? The, yeah. Like the owner of the other team, like the team that he played, made it like you know free tickets for the LGBTQ community yeah, yeah. as long as you dressed in rainbow clothes and bought a sign yeah, with you. Yeah. And so it was just fucking all over. But yeah. Do you know the problem is though, these these seven aren't even going to be at the ground. According to according to the, the census, it's it's roughly three percent of the population 
who openly identified on their form as being mm. part of the community. Yep. Stats don't work this way, right? You know, it's it's not an, an equal distribution across all facets. But of if, yeah, but if you're doing it, if if you're doing your stitch, if you're doing like a napkin or, or on the back of a coaster at a bar, but it, it works out at about one player per team per NRL squad right. that would identify as part of that community. Which brings me to my point. Right. You know? So it's like 15, 16 players and, across the across the top thirty squads. And I saw something the other day. I was scrolling through TikTok while I was in the gym. Uh, which is a great way to actually look like you're doing stuff. Get all that fucking feel-good thing about I've been to the gym but not actually work. Um, and, do you know, fuck off. It's all dopamine, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Huberman. Um, but do, do you remember when they used to impersonate Fooey Fooey Moy Moy on the footy show? Yes. Like, that's not that fucking long ago, right? No. Where Where a fucking white guy would get on there with a dreadlock wig and put yeah. the fucking fooey fooey, you know, it's funny because I don't speak English very well or because I don't speak yeah. English in the typical way that you would expect someone that speaks English to. And yeah. it makes me sound like, you know, I'm not very smart, her, 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 and I don't understand your questions, her, her, her. Like, that that was okay not that long ago. Mm. Mm. And it's I mean, like been... Like Jonathan Tonga and shit. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that, TV, yeah. TV series. Fucking hell. But... Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a fucking brown face. Like, Fuck me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's not included in the pride on the weekend. I'm not happy for him, no. but not because of his no. sexuality, just because he's a fuckwit. Who's that? Chris yeah. Lilly. Ah. Um. Yeah. But it since we've had players from different cultures find their voice, you know, it's only been in the last couple of years that the, I reckon two years that they've gone. Actually, that's not how you pronounce my name. Mm. This is how you pronounce my name, and you know, and you've actually seen like you know the you know larger the larger commentary teams mostly yeah try and you know do it the way that they want them to do it. Now that accurately was, that was correcting a fucking mistake. Mm. There was yeah. no one there going. This is how I'm pronouncing Corey Harawira Naira, and if anyone says that I shouldn't do that, I will boycott this game. No one yeah. was saying that. No. They just corrected a fucking mistake and it took them that long to feel yeah. comfortable in doing it. Hmm. So how the fuck does anyone feel comfortable in moving this issue forward? Like statistically, the fact that Ian Roberts is the only openly gay player in the history of the sport is an anomaly in itself. 28 years after mm. he came yeah. out. Yeah. And like, look, I mean, as a Manly fan, obviously Ian's always going to have a special place in my heart. And and like he was clearly one of the of, in his time was one of the fucking hardest cunts on the field as well. Fuck yes! But my fucking god, the discourse that we get today about this issue, mm. twenty eight years ago was caveman times. Yeah. In return, how fucking hard is that guy mm. to come out yeah. in nineteen ninety five or yeah. whenever whatever year it was? Yeah. That's it. The courage when no one else has yeah. had the courage to be able, you know, to be able to do it yeah. in twenty eight fucking. Yeah. Years. I feel like my my level of and and, and his, I've always had reckon, a level. I reckon of, just courage is the wrong word there. Yeah, well, so the 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 feeling the, like the, ca- the, the capacity the ability to, do to be it. accepted. Yeah, 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 and and just and the the feeling like if you got seven guys that are standing down a team, what if there's some fucking guy in the in in the manly juniors coming up? 
And they're yeah. like, well, fucking, these are, these are like, you know, guys, I, you know, I want to win comps with and stuff like yeah. that. And then seven of them are sitting, you know. This is my lifelong and, dream. And this is like, uh, yeah, it's my lifelong dream, you know, win comps with these guys. But they don't know this, but they're just like fundamentally fucking rejecting my being. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, fu- it's fucking terrible. But like, look, I mean, I don't know if you guys are, are, are just about finished on this just a couple of um, anecdotal things that, that I would like to finish up on I've, uh, I've got a lot of LGBT friends and uh, many 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 that don't have a fucking thing to do with rugby league and don't really don't follow sport the amount of messages I've got from yeah. them through the week and some of them have bought the jersey and and so it just gives me hope that at least it's doing what it intended to do in some part and then there's another friend of mine Glenning knows him I met him probably oh, 15 years ago through traveling to Manly games and stuff like that. Now, this guy was the biggest Manly fan that I've ever met in my life. I'm saying to the level, like, I think he won the member of the year one year. Um, and, and when I say big fan, he's the fan that flies to Townsville, New Zealand, Perth. Every game, home game comes to Brisbane, goes over the World Club Challenge in Leeds. Like that fucking level of like, you know, sticking to the team when Tuvi got sacked in 2015 he was like so fucked off at Penn and and he's just like fucking I'm out now this guy is out and openly gay and so and then he's yesterday he renewed his membership for the first time since 2015 based on on this and it's actually brought him back into the fold with with the club so that's that's a good good story I like that yeah yeah and so I just wanted to save that one to end it and um and if I and if I and, and you know who I'm talking about, Glenn? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's fucking. That's a. It was a. Yeah, it was a good story. And uh, and I wish that that was the. Those sorts of things were the stories that were leading, rather than these other seven fucking moronic yeah. dead to me. <laughs> I just feel like that deceased players. There's somewhere based on the statistics which Jay brought up earlier. There's prayer circles going on with the percentage of the members of the prayer circle who think dicks are delicious, and that should be okay. But they're mm. rejected by the rest of the people uh, based on cultural and religious beliefs, which is fucking ridiculous um, in this in this day and age, in this time. And it's fucking and, and it's and it's and it's and it's like and it's and it's just terribly sad for them too because, like, there's so many levels of. You know, like emotional fucking absolutely, like and red, and you know red what? Tape between them and living their their true the, the reasoning and justification to use religious and cultural beliefs as as the reason. To me personally, my personal opinion mm. is a cop out. If it is legitimately that's how it is, then those guys that are part of that community that identify as as homosexual. That has to be, that just has to tear tear them apart, and and that's that's not fucking okay. But it, the, no. the crux of the issue is, you know, there are some religions where it is a religious belief that a man should be able to beat his wife if she fucking misbehaves. Sure, and you know what that religion considers misbehaving. You know, so can I go and do that because that's my religious belief? Because all religious beliefs are sacred. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, what, what, right. what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, get yeah, yeah, chucked in jail. Exactly. You know. What, what are we fucking saying here? And the saddest part is that the vast majority 
of the people in these uber fucking right wing, because that's what they are, religious groups, have this very Americanized Pentecostal uh, diatribe mm. where realistically, do you know what you are to those fucking people? You are a fucking customer. They want your money. It's part of all these fucking religious services that you tithe fucking 10% of your wages Mm -hmm. and they prey on the lowest socioeconomic classes that they can fucking find. Mm -hmm. And it is absolute bullshit. Your fucking cash register. The, The reason that they use this is because one of their fucking tools, and it's tools that cults use, is to create an us and them mentality. Because if you can create an us and them mentality, God says those people with that lifestyle over there, they're terrible and they're coming for you and they're going to get your children and they're in the schools and they're this and they're this, but you have to stick with the church. Don't ask any questions. (coughs) Don't ask any questions and you'll be okay. That's their fucking tool. Oh, and I mean, and that tool is so successful across all levels of society. And I'm going to fuck your wife. If you want to... If you want to de- if you want to demonize like you know if you want to demonize Sudanese people in yep. Victoria, that's you know, it. For example, that's it. They're coming. They're, they're they're home invasioning fucking people. You know whatever. Yep. Spot on. Like, yeah, it's just that the, the way of othering people is just the it's yeah it's and, fucking despicable. And what I want to know the- for every fucking member of that church who's been blessed mm-hmm. by God enough to buy their parents a house, mm-hmm. how many other members of their community are giving ten percent? of some fucking pretty meager earnings to this church every week? Yeah. For what? How many of these fucking churches do you go in and guaranteed, NRL players aside, perhaps, perhaps, who does the nicest car in the car park belong to? Mm-hmm. You know? Go into well, fuck it. Fuck me. You put, you put it in America, they got jets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but even here, right. who, does, yeah. who yeah. does the biggest house belong to? Yeah. Do the kids the the do the kids of the fucking church leaders go to the problematic public schools that are underfunded, um, that that don't have pathways for kids with learning difficulties? Do their kids go to those schools like their fucking you know, fucking people in their church? No. Yep. It's close to a fucking crime. Yep. And the last word on O seven? Made the choice to fucking stand down. Whereas the people that the jersey is for, they didn't make any choice or anything. That's just fucking. That's that's the way they are. Yeah. And uh, and it's fuck yeah. It's it's just it's honestly fucking. It's fucking tiring. It's been a tiring fucking week. And uh, let's get into the fucking uh, previews, which segues into the first game, of course, with the uh, mighty manly seagulls. Well, the mighty Arrows, manly seagulls. Say. The, the the mightiest manly seagulls, I must say, uh, taking on the Sydney Roosters at uh, at Brookvale on uh, Thursday night, and uh, the manly side obviously looking very different with Jason Saab, Christian Tuipulotu, Tolu Kola, Josh Aloye, Amali Olakwatu, Tofafor Sipley, and Josh Schuster out after dying of homophobia. Um, so we've got uh, Pio Seki, who is a 28 year old Fijian uh, international. Uh, on the wing, and uh, the best, my new favourite fucking player, I know nothing about him, no, next to nothing, Alfred Smalley, 
coming out coming into the NRL with the name of a fucking like a 1940s cricket <laughs> and, and I hope that that I hope that this fucking young man gets four <coughs> after four after four all game on fucking Thursday night um so other players that have that have uh, we have seen before like uh uh Kurt Deloise um Ethan Bullimore uh, they come into the side. Jakey Turbo returns. Uh, Croker returns. Davey returns, all from COVID. And James Sigiaro, after fuck me how long, has uh, dug his way up from Blacktown and from wherever he was before that. I, I mean, he was at the Broncos Brisbane. at one stage, yeah. right? And then he, yeah. And, and but like, when was that? Oh, that was years ago, wasn't it? Like, I mean, there was mm, maybe not last been in year. But, yeah. when, when did you have Appy? Because we got him <clears> when you had Appy. Oh. Fuck, that's a few years ago, man. Yeah, and and may I also say, James Sigiaro, a player from a country in which homosexuality is outlawed, <laughs> is wearing the fucking rainbow jersey, and so whatever whatever he's done in the past, taking the fucking roids and all that shit, clean slate. Fucking the man is stepping up this week. And um, and finally, uh, with Sean Kepi failing to overcome a shoulder injury, Zach Fulton will make his debut. And uh, Zach Fulton of the famous Fulton bloodline. And let's hope that he's got uh, more of his dad's ability in him than Bob's sons. Um, the Rooster side. Okay, so uh, Joey Marnie returns at centre. Hutchison drops to the bench. Collins prop lodges benched. Um, where are we? May and Kieran drop to reserves. And yeah, last lineup's coming in tomorrow night, but I'd say cupboard's fucking bare. <laughs> the cupboard is fucking bare. Literally, our wingers are fucking part-time players. Um, the, the cupboard is bare. And so I don't think there'll be any changes to us. And uh, hopefully, Jakey Turbo and uh, Croker don't have any of that fucking long COVID because uh, Oof. it's going to take fucking worldies from both of them boys in the middle. I hope Manly win. Look, all things considered, I, I, I hope they win. Honestly, for the Sydney Roosters to beat Manly in this game would frankly be homophobic <laughs> and unacceptable, and it would make them a fucking unwilling participant to the important conversation that Manly started with this jersey. So just remember that, Roosters players and fans, coaching staff, and Uncle Nick himself. <laughs> do what you got to do. But uh, this, like, obviously, surely there's no way that fucking Manly can win this game. If Manly can compete in this game and it's like kind of, you know, 10 to, you know, 16 points or something margin at the end of it, that's a fucking, that's almost a win <clears throat> given the players they've got out. Because it's not just the deceased fucking seven that they've got out of the club, out of the side. they got, you know, Sean Kepi's out, Tommy Turbo, Ben Turbo, fucking, like, uh, Carl Lawton. There's about 14 players out of their out of their 30 that are that aren't in this game. Um, so, well, actually more because I forgot about the other fucking dissenters that are in the 30 that aren't playing because they you know they haven't been named. Ray Vega. Um, so, look, if they do, if they can somehow if the Roosters play their worst game, and Manly without without Sean Kepi in there, frankly their their completions will probably improve. Mm. Um, <laughs> They they may complete it hundred percent, and 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 Desi might give him some sort of game plan that just fucking like low error, fucking high completions, high possession game 
which you know takes the ability to concede points out of the you know out of their hands a little bit. Yep. And um and if they can win this game, I swear I will you will not fucking hear the end of it. And it will be it will go down as the greatest fucking win in the history of the club. Uh, to be spoken about ever more in the same hushed tones that people say the sacred sacred uh, numbers of oh, 40 and zero. Fuck me. Um, okay, I change change my mind. <laughs> I hope the Roosters win. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, well, yeah, all that Toowoomba has fucking made you homophobic. <laughs> there. Look, fucking there's been diggers, enough. Un- diggers, diggers do not like the gay community. There's been I mean, enough I've, connotations and innuendo about my affliction. For the for the caramel male, that <laughs> I don't know that I could yeah. ever be accused of being homophobic. Yeah, but they wouldn't wear a jersey on your behalf if you if you were gay. Fair point. <laughs> Next up, look, look. Oh, the, the Roosters, if the Roosters don't win thirteen, they're like fucking they're, they're fucking kidding themselves. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I I am so proud of the seventeen guys that are fucking taking the field. Um, the likes of you know uh, of Daly and his leadership, and if they could win, I would probably fucking be bawling my eyes out at the end of it. Can't um, hang on, the hang on a take on You're the so storm. proud of them, the guys that are actually going to play. You're so proud yes. of them for putting yes. on the team uniform and running out onto the field, fighting on the side of truth and justice. Oh, <clears throat> How many pride jerseys are your fucking spoon fucking team wearing this week, Glennie? Mate, they're, I they're, thought so. They're, 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 I thought they're so. barely proud to wear the fucking jersey itself. <laughs> I'm glad you fucking got that. I fucking put it up there and I didn't know you were coming through to dunk it. <laughs> the Warriors take on the storm. Friday pub slot game. And and my God, have I mentioned recently how easy it is to beat the Melbourne Storm? They should be in this pub slot. Um They're not the playing they're not playing at home. Melbourne. Oh my god. They're playing in fucking in, uh, in fucking New Zealand of all places. Oh, How far can they slide down home. the ladder here? Um, now, uh, Reese Walsh returns at fullback. <laughs> Probably after he knocked back the storm. <laughs> so, all right. All right, all right young man. <laughs> we need we need you. Um, <laughs> uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita, he moves to 5'8". Uh, Dejan Arce out of the 17. Jesse Arthurs and Jack Murchie are out. Um, Marcelo Montoya moves to centre. Don't know that. Uh, Edward Cosey joins the wing. Curran returns to the back row. And uh, Jackson Free is added to the bench. Stormside. Okay. Starting 13, unchanged. Jordan Grant replaces Eisenhuth on the bench. No sign of one uh, D. Nofaluma in the uh, 22 just yet. So obviously he's not that fucking essential. But yeah. Like surely the storm imagine, break their fucking slide. Imagine, surely. imagine the storm take him on board for the rest of the season. And he doesn't get a game. It's fucking delight, delicious, <laughs> delicious. Uh, <laughs> funny. I thought I was trashing on players from my own team this week. Uh, but you, have, you have set new levels. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess Noffa's referred you choosing to wear the West Tigers jersey. He actually is, <laughs> exactly. not just a euphemism. Um, right. The, surely the storm. Surely the storm slide stops. I mean, the Warriors did start very strongly in their return to New Zealand, and uh, but it was the West Tigers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, is there something but, about the Warriors being a bogey team for the storm, or am I imagining that? They have had some very famous boil overs, like the, um, the, the 2011 first round of the finals when it was 1v8. Um, 
this, yeah, there, there have been some situations. I don't know if you'd go so far as bogey team, but they have won some famous victories. This one, I don't think. Really oh yeah, the last, the last one was to seventy to ten. Um, yeah, and that was yeah, actually, no. that was that, that was the that was the one with Cameron Smith fucking sitting in the dressing room, right? Yeah, no, nah. no, nah, scratch that. Absolutely yeah. no bogey team vibes at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I don't think this I don't think this game has the the gravitas that can become like a an epic fucking upset for the Warriors. But look, if they can pick up this game, then Stepdad will have to pull out the fucking ladder predictor again because the equation the door may be opened. Yeah. That's it. Because this is one that you no doubt have just given the Storm, right? And I think the Storm I think the Storm will win. They can't be sliding forever, and the Warriors aren't great competition. I mean, the teams that have been beaten the Storm over the last couple of weeks yeah, have been some of the better teams. Um, but with them perennially sort of first or second on the ladder, you always felt that the Storm were in it. But um, on this occasion, I think the level of opposition is, is sufficiently reduced to the point where I think the Storm will get them. Yeah, yeah, I can't. They may, they may, they may step up early, like last week, but I think the storm can run them down. The, again, the 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 Raiders took till late in the game, and then put points on with some very fucking simple plays. So it wasn't wasn't like Canberra needed to go to any great lengths to to beat them. So um, yeah, yeah, Melbourne, hundred percent. The Eels take on the Panthers. Friday night, Combank Stadium. The uh, Eel side, they just bring Cartwright back in 15. He replaces Jacob Arthur. And uh, the Panthers side, so Crichton, Mitch Kenny, and probably most critically, Jerome Luai out injured. Uh, Jennings comes yeah. in the back line, O'Sullivan into 5'8", and Staines on the bench. And uh, Jerome Luai is set to be out for, what, six weeks, which takes him out to the end of the regular season. Yep. And, uh, and you could never say out for the season because obviously Panthers guaranteed at least two weeks in the finals. Yep. Um. Yeah, look, it, you you have to tip. The eels, will, the eels will be up for this one. They will, and and this is you know last week as I said we're against the Broncos. Who turns up? You know, yeah. this one it is crucial that the the performing Eels team turns up. And I don't think there's anything about oh they had a bad performance last week and it, and it wasn't a great performance a week before. I'm I'm not sure they have it in them to just bounce back of their own accord. They're definitely in that stage where they need something to get up for. They need something external and, uh, to, to motivate them. Yeah, and, I, and, well, and I, I, think, well, I think playing the top side on the, on the ladder is the, is exactly. the, the thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. And, so. and especially the side that, that knocked them out last year. Because if you remember, Penrith were fucking struggling. Yeah, Penrith were fucking struggling. They'd lost. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a world-class poor performance from Ray Stone. The fact they didn't have Reed Marnie there, that was, that was the only thing that stopped them probably going through the grand final, to be honest. Oh, no, Penrith would have fucking Reed Marnie. What the fuck are you talking about? No, it was destiny. It was always going to happen. Do you, do you, do you remember what Ray Stone oh, did? Oh, yeah, at the end 100% of that game? I remember. <laughs> like, I mean, he was like he had two broken arms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> speaking of broken, so, speaking of broken, I, I think Parramatta are broken. I think Cleary steps up big time um, without. Lua, and I, I honestly think Penrith will give Parramatta a bath. Mm. I think I think they will too. I think I think Luai, he's been he's been a bit off. Yes, anyway, he since has. Origin, and um, 
And so I think maybe just the just the extra responsibility on Cleary and maybe not having to defer to Luai or spread it around so much and just sort of take charge himself. Play both sides I think of the it, field. It, I think it'll be a different a different look Penrith attack, but I think it'll pro- it, you know it could could potentially be better than it has been over the last couple of weeks. Yep, I think. Um, next up, where are we? Saturday afternoon, the Gold Coast Titans take on the Canberra Raiders at Hope Solo Coliseum. The Gold Coast Titans side: uh, Tino moves the prop, Clark to lock, uh, Liu to bench. Uh, Kelly replaces Corey Thompson. He drops to the reserves uh, in number nineteen. The Raiders side. 100% unchanged in their lineup, the team that uh, came home over the top of the Warriors. Mm. Oof. I can't see. Titans or A's, yeah, Raiders. I cannot see the Titans challenging the Raiders at all. I, I think the Raiders finished strongly last week, as you said, and um, just there's just not enough in the Titans. I don't, and they're not, they're not well coached. Um, their star players go missing, and they don't have what it takes to to contain what is essentially the crux um, that every Raiders win is built off is is the work through the middle of Papali and um, Tarpanay and up front. I, I don't think I don't think the Titans contain them, and I, I think the the Raiders win easily. Yeah, easily. I think the Raiders will win and win well, but. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a scoreline sort of like last week either. Yeah, okay. Like because because the Titans can put tries on in a flash, mm. like length of the field type situations. So I think Canberra Raiders are obviously got a better better defensive performance in them than the the Dogs had. But I, you know, this could have a, a, you know aspects of a shootout to it. Yeah. At times because you know some of the Warriors you know, that, that first half from the Warriors. Yeah, it wasn't great. It didn't reflect well on Canberra either. No. But uh, Canberra, Canberra, I'm 100% certain I'll win. Um, the Sharks take on the Rabbits at um, Reclaim Australia Stadium. The uh, Sharky side, 100% unchanged. The Rabbit side, Mark Nichols is out, and so he's replaced by Saluka Fafita, but otherwise unchanged. Mm. This is going to be a cracking game. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago you asked me that, I say, yeah, the Rabbits. Mm. Yep. Based on what the but the, the sharks they showed me something last week, and I think it's really starting to click for them. Where remember there was that period there where they they lost to the Broncos. Yeah, they were hit and miss, and they just and and they just started to look a bit mid. But they've really started to kick after Origin. They've really started to to, to gel, and like Nico Hines is looking fucking phenomenal, and. Yes, yeah, it makes it makes it a lot harder decision. I mean, you asked me last week, I probably would have said. You know, rabbit straight up, mm. but now I'm just I'm I'm just not sure. Hey, I'm going to go the rabbits. I'm on co- yeah, just the and, and again I've said it for a couple of weeks now that Latrell Mitchell factor. Exactly. Um, I just I think that the two sides, um, the two sides match up well. Um, and you look at the the two players that are capable of ultimately above all others capable of breaking the game apart I think Mitchell outstrips Hines and the Rabbits win yep yeah I just don't know hey I'm always favouring the Sharkies a little bit but uh, what's the betting on that one Glenn have you got it in front of you Uh, we'll do in two seconds I I think if the Sharkies can get out to a 
an early lead, then then they may be able to to keep the bunnies out. Mm. But but if South if if it's a contest for the majority of the game, or if Souths put on a couple of quick ones, I, again, yeah. I, I think the Sharks just still have a little bit of that panic in them. Mm. You know, and and South Sydney being that team, like the, they're starting to get back into that form where they run those those sweeping plays out to the left, and it it doesn't look like it's at lightning speed. Then they're not doing anything tricky. There's not even really any fucking decoy runners. Mm. But then all of a sudden they've got a mm. fucking nine man overlap, and you're like, how the fuck did that happen? Mm. You know, so um, Sharky slight favourites. Dollar yeah. seventy dollar seventy one to two fifteen. Nah, still rabbits. <clears throat> right. The Broncos take on the West Tigers. Saturday night, Suncorp Stadium. Come down, Glenny? Um, possibly. Possibly. Haven't got tickets yet, to be quite honest. Right. The uh, Broncos side, Billy Walters returns. Billy Walters revenge game. <laughs> um Turpin's out of the seventeen. Hoyter replaces Pereira and uh Dane Mariner debuts in the centres. Uh, Lee drops out of the 17. The West Tigers side. Seafarth replaces Luke Garner in the starting side. Uh, Garner is out. What's happened to Garner? He's out completely this week. And, um, I don't know. Diaz joins the bench. Glennie, Look, is there is there is there a will? Is there a way? I think we showed last week against a highly favoured. Queensland team that um, we came away with a, a fucking victory for the ages. And I feel like this game will be no different. Um, the Broncos are flying. Uh, Tigers are running last. All I can see is the Tigers win. <laughs> any any particular <laughs> just? I mean, you got to you got to sell this, man. What's the rationale? Where where do they beat them? No, look, I'll be interested to see. Um, how they come out after the disappointment of last week. Um, obviously, Dane Laurie was phenomenal against the Cowboys. Um, I think there's opportunity for him if the Tigers can compete through the middle in the early stages of the game. At the back end of each half, I think there's opportunities uh, for Laurie, um, and I think Hastings can find him space, um, as well as, <coughs> excuse me, Tulungi. On the edge, um, he seems to be building a bit of a combination and, and sort of following those guys around um, a bit, which is um, it's good to see. And Laurie's involvement in the game increased dramatically last week, and I hope that continues as it brings an extra element to the team. Um, Bron- let's be real, the Broncos are going to be fucking difficult to beat. They've been in good form and they're having a, having a great year, but um, I honestly think the Tigers can win. I do not. Broncos 13 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, you asked me to sell it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm not buying. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Like, didn't Jeez, you see the sign plenty. on my fucking door? It says no canvases. <laughs> your fucking, your cause is well, so hopeless. Ian Roberts would not have pride in it. <laughs> the Newcastle Knights take on the Bulldogs uh, Sunday <clears throat> afternoon in Newcastle. I tell you what, those cunts are getting a lot of fucking home games lately too. They're very Melbourne Stormish. Um, the Knights side, no Ponga. Lachlan Fitzgibbon, he has a shoulder injury. Sexy Texie comes in at fullback though. 
Jones starts lock. Croker joins the bench. The Bulldogs side, Avarillo back at fullback. Casey drops out of the 17. Um, Corey Waddell was initially named, I mean, despite being suspended for five weeks. And uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner is out with Jackson Topine replacing him in the back row. The Knights are fucking AIDS right now. Yeah. And the only the only and, potential uh, for points would have come through Ponga, who's not playing. So Bulldogs yeah. are... Yeah, well, look, you know, Tech, Tech's always a fucking sensation, and you'll probably get a hat-trick, but, or at least a hat-trick of tri-assists, I'm certain. But the Doggies have actually got, like, they've, they've got a good team vibe going at the moment. Mm. Whatever Potter's doing, it's working. They're obviously enjoying their footy. And, uh, yeah, they've shown an ability to score tries outside of the Matt Burton or Josh Adokar doing it. Route. I mean, but, yeah, let's face there, there is the Matt Burton and Josh Adokar route that does get half their points. But other guys are doing shit too. Marshall King, he's doing stuff. He's starting to build nicely for his career at Redcliffe. You're selling it. You're selling it and I'm buying it. Dogs are a $1.50 favourites, and I think deservedly so. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, I think even if it was just the Burton and Fox uh, show, I, I think that's enough. Probably enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, dog, the so the dragons take on the cowboys at uh, Jubilee. The uh, dragon side have lost Cody Ramsey to a knee injury. Oh no! Moses and Boy moves to he will start in the fullback position. Um, <laughs> Jack Bird in the centres. Sims starts at lock. Uh, Aaron Woods on the bench, along with uh, Tyrell Sloan. Uh, Jaden Sullivan shoulder injury. Uh, the cowboy side unchanged with Reuben Cotter named in the twenty. I don't know that the Cowboys can bounce back from their devastating loss last week against the Tigers. Um, I think Jubilee Stadium, happy hunting ground for the Dragons. Um, no, who am I kidding? The Cowboys are going to fucking smash them by about 80. The Cowboys are, 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 are going to be so fucked off yeah. about the shit that they've had to listen to for the past week yeah. that they, they are, they are going to do this one. There's not going to be a 80, 80th minute challenge this time. There may be a fifty. The may be a fiftieth minute challenge where they challenge a referee to to fucking call the game off because the dragons all died. The only challenge, the, the, the only the only challenge that they're going to have in the eightieth minute is how many beers to pour down fucking Valentine Holmes yeah. as he converts all of their fucking twenty five tries that they're going to score in this game. Yeah. Oh, that was the last one. Yeah, fuck the dragons, fuck their fans, and I hope the Cowboys. You know, this is an indication of what a pack of cunts I feel like the Dragons fans are, that the team that fucking stole two points from the West Tigers last week, I hope they absolutely obliterate St. George. Could we Tigers? Tigers karma. Yes. And the Dragons win, get the win. No. No? No? All right. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, if you're not coming down, let me know. We might do. We might do have a chat while the Tigers are playing the Broncos. <laughs> Yeah, I always like the. If you're not coming down the mountain, yeah. oh, I hate, I hate you. Be, I hate you to be a shit fan and <laughs> and, uh, and and not come down to watch your team. Mate, real talk, that is, by, that is by far my preference. Why aren't Why aren't we doing our fucking hot ones this week? Now that you know, good old moon boot means you don't have to go to sport. Well, I still have to go to sport. Why? Because I'm. He's not the coach or the trainer. He's actually playing. He's an integral part of the team. He's their David Nofaluma. Yeah, I am. Actually, I am. And gonna, not in a good way. They're not going to send him to Dolby, though. So just say, just say you're being sent down south for a fucking loan. <laughs> oh, brilliant. 
Uh, Love it. Boys, that is uh, full time for episode 482. Thanks for listening again. If you'd like to support the show, uh, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash tool nation. Um, other, other general housekeeping stuff, discussions have begun on the, uh, the October situation for grand final weekend. And uh, look, we're looking to get down there. Even if that place is fucking ravaged with COVID, I will fucking wrap glad wrap around my face and walk through the streets of the <clears throat> non COVID immortal that I am. Um, just to press the flesh with some of you dickheads. Um, Anything else, fellas? No. That's it. One? Can you please refresh my memory on the uh, the topic for the memisode? Because it completely it was something oh, about I think desert island. How many that, how many things on a desert it. island? Was it three or five? And what kind of things? I don't know. Like? You were supposed to be fucking sending out the reminders. Yeah, but you brought it up, cunt. Yeah, you brought it up. Yeah. So I'm I'm keen to I'm, I'm hey, happy Glenn. to send out the reminders, hey, but you tell, tell me what you said. Tell me three things you said at fucking 10.30 this morning. That was fucking six weeks ago. How am I supposed to remember that? Three things. Jay's a cunt. Vodka empty. Jay's a cunt. Mate's a cunt. (laughs) Jay's still a cunt. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, and I need that quote for that digger. There's three things. I need to fucking hang up on you right now. Who's got my fucking fucking car felt voodoo doll? (laughs) Can you swing around to Macca's and get us a coffee? (laughs) Tell them to Irish it up. Oh, brilliant. Right. That's it, boys. All right, we're done. Always always a pleasure. Wish I could say the same. See you next time. See ya. See ya. I hate those things. Nobody hates rainbows. Yeah, what's there to hate about rainbows? Well, you know, you'll just be sitting there, minding your own business, and they'll come marching in and crawl up your leg and start biting the inside of your ass, and you'll be all like... What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about rainbows. I hate those friggin' things. Rainbows are those little arches of color that show up during a rainstorm. Oh, rainbows. Oh, yeah, I like those. Those are cool. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 